0: everybody
1: welcome to the inside out podcast episode 28 first episode of the year 2021 i am here as always joined by brent kimball and it's january it's the time of year where people tend to make resolutions now for me i i haven't like embr- embraced the new year a ton. I mean, obviously I've celebrated it and, and, you know, wanted to ring it in, in a good way and, and, and understand the hopefulness that people have at the beginning and the outset of each new year. But working in family life, my year kind of started in September uh, for many years. Even now our, our planning for the next year happens pretty heavily in October. So I'm kind of in that next year mode, maybe a little earlier than, than others are, but a lot of people love making resolutions and have decide they're going to be more disciplined. I know people said, "You know what? This is the year I'm going to start eating right or this is the year I'm going to exercise regularly." A lot of people make decisions to be more financially disciplined, which may come in to play later in uh, our episode today. But Brent, I want to ask you,
0: are you one to make
1: New Year's resolutions?
0: The short answer is most of the time no. Okay. But I do want to uh, give a longer answer, which doesn't surprise you. It doesn't. No. The longer answer is, I think that as, um, as human beings, we are a hopeful, we're hopeful creatures. Yes. And, um, and so we're always hoping for improvement, progress, getting better. And as a part of that, because it's so easy to stray from our intentions, it's so easy to get our priorities out of whack, we're always looking for a reset button. And in the rhythms that God has given us on planet Earth, we get that, we get that opportunity on a daily basis, right? We're even mm-hmm. told, Book of Jeremiah, or no, Lamentations. Well, the author is Jeremiah. Whether it's Jeremiah or Lamentations, you'll have to look it up. But yeah. we're told that the mercies of God are new every morning. Lamentations. Right? For- Thank yeah. you for that. So, uh, so, so we, get that, we get that opportunity for a reset button on a daily basis. We certainly get it on a weekly basis um and and then we get this turning of a calendar year and i think that really is a tremendous opportunity mm-hmm. for people to reorder things and to make improvements to reestablish their best intentions and so i think if resolutions work for people they're great if they don't work for them then i would go okay you get an E for effort at least, mm-hmm. right? That's perfectly right. fine. For me, I'm, I'm more um, apt to make goals. Okay. Even if I don't meet those goals, like I had a miserable, like this is a goal I had this year. I was proud of you for your biking goal. That uh-huh. was really cool. And at the same time, you'll remember I set a running goal. Yes. So I was going to run 500 miles in 2020 and uh, I was on track for sure because I had ran 400 miles by the end of June. So mm-hmm. in the first six months I ran 400 miles. That's a ton. Yeah, it's miles. not really a crazy amount. It adds up pretty fast over the okay. course of that six months. So it's okay. not astronomical but when you look at it after six months you're like 400 miles. Uh, I could, that's like from here to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Yeah, you know? no kidding. But, um, but then I start... In, it's on the, I knew this was going to happen which is why I tried to front load the year. <laughs> At the end of June is when I start training for my hunting season in the fall. And it's a totally different kind of get in shape. So you can be in decent running shape, but you're not in the right kind of shape for hiking, especially with a heavy backpack. So I changed directions and I do very little running, but I still thought, oh, sure, I could get at least 100 more miles in in the next six months. I ended the year with 450 miles. So in the first six months, I ran 400 miles. In the last six months, I ran 50 miles. I didn't even meet my goals. So that was really a bummer. But I didn't lose any sleep over it. But I am back. I am back to doing some running now. Okay. Nonetheless, I'm more goal oriented. And uh, for me, uh, and I try to set goals that force me to do things that like are bigger picture goals that it's not just like, oh, I can check the box. So one of my goals every single year is to be is to remain happily married. And I say it like wow. that because my goal isn't just to be married. My goal is to be happily married. And that means that there are several things that I have to be attentive to and I have to do mm-hmm. well in order to meet the goal. So am I, I'm assessing, am I happily married? And if I'm not, what am, what am I needing to do to make that happen? Thankfully, I've, I've been able to meet that goal, uh, you know, yeah. on a yearly basis. And so, but that's one of my goals. Yeah. Uh, another one is, is just that kind of goes to the exercise thing is I feel really good, not to not, like people don't really care what my weight is, but I mm-hmm. feel really good between 190 and 195 pounds. Okay. Yes, getting under 190 would be fine, but that's not realistic. I cannot eat ever eat any chocolate candy bars. If I if I'm on 180 and that's just not worth or 190, so that's not worth it. But I feel really good between 190 and 195 pounds. Mm-hmm. But my goal is to stay under 200. Okay. And I state it like that because because with my appetite, I have to eat well and exercise fairly regularly in order to stay under 200 pounds. If one of those two things gets out of sync, out of balance, if I'm not eating well. And if I'm not exercising fairly regularly, mm-hmm. I instantly shoot over 200 pounds. So my goal isn't to exercise so many times a week or okay. to eat, you know, so many stalks of celery, which I hate celery, so never wor- never worry, I won't do that. Okay. But my goal is to keep my weight under a certain amount, and 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 there's certain things that I have to do in order for that. For that to be so, that's more of kind of the goal setting things that I do.
1: But one of the things I mentioned, and one of the things that a lot of people do is they they'll set either the financial goals. Or they want to be more responsible with their spending. They want to be more generous, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And at this time of year, we mentioned it in our last podcast episode as we were kind of forecasting early twenty twenty one. And Brent, I want us to continue to do that today. Is is to give people an idea of what's on the horizon, what's in the immediate in the in the cards for the immediate future for City Point? What are we going to be going through together as a church? Tell us a little bit about it.
0: Yeah, this is gonna be a great year for us. Um we like everybody are excited that 2020 is behind us, but like you're saying, it's like, yeah, that's a calendar date, but there's a lot still going on in our in our society that was very much a part of 2020. But, and so we're going to continue to navigate those troubled waters uh, for sure. But like we said in 2020, we are not going into a holding pattern waiting for things to become quote normal before we uh, re-engage the mission of, of God. We're going to continue to engage the mission of God no matter what's going on and we're determined in that uh, in that way. And so, as we look at 2021, I am uh, I'm really excited about where we're at with I, just this last uh, last night actually. So that, so today we're recording this on Thursday, January 7th. Last night I attended this the CSM City Point Student Ministries Vision Night, and I'm telling you what the the substance and the direction of our student ministries like it is awesome. There are so many really great things taking place. Um, and the, the the direction of that ministry, our our mission stuff, our foster church stuff, like they're just really really great stuff that um, that we're forging ahead with with this. And um, as we're looking at big church stuff, uh, like the whole church stuff going into this, we got two teaching series that we're leading into this year with, and we start the first one this coming Sunday, and this is called Shift. Mm-hmm. And so. We uh, it's it's a five week series and we're going to be laying out a biblical theology for um, for for money and possessions. How do we uh, how do we order our lives, our finances in such a way that one God is pleased, which is our ultimate goal. If we're Christian, if we're followers of Christ, our ultimate goal in life is to please God. That God would look at our lives and say. You have responded to the grace that I've given you and you have ordered your life in a way that is pleasing to me. That's our ultimate goal. Uh, The the other thing with that, laying out a biblical theology for money and possessions, is that we would realize the incredible promises that God has given us uh, in his word with regard to how we steward or how we manage what he has given to us. So there's it. I'm just really excited about it. And uh, and so what we're going to do is we're, we're starting, we'll start in the Old Testament, work our way from uh, pre-law, like before there was the law or the Mosaic covenant. Uh, we're going to look at the Mosaic covenant and then we're going to look at the new covenant. And, um, and, and so that's like three weeks. And then we're going to have a couple of weeks on principles. And I think I shared before about the study I did in Proverbs, just taking all of the proverbs that deal with anything that with, that has anything to do with money and possessions. And I put them in their natural categories, whether it's giving or saving or spending or diligence or laziness or greed or generosity, all of these different categories. And I've looked at every proverb that I got like nine pages of, of, of these proverbs that deal with um, just practical lessons on... Um, Money and possessions, work, and all of that, and so we're going to look at those things and just make sure that as we start this new year, that we that we are purposeful about ordering our lives in a way that that is pleasing God, and we're realizing the the great promises of God. So, what we're going to do then? Now, of course, we're we're looking also at um, really advancing the cause of our of our. A new building that that's forthcoming. So again, the quick timeline of that is we want to move into our new building uh, that right this minute doesn't exist, but uh, we want to move into that building in April of 2023. And so we reverse engineer that in April of, or at least the spring of 2022, we're going to start construction, which means then this year, 2021, is when we've got a Fundraise for that, so we've got some very creative, very purposeful, very creative ways that we're going to do that to raise the necessary capital. And I think that the church is going to be pleased with how we're striving to do that with integrity. And um, and so we're going to we're going to be this spring um, laying all of that out, and that's exciting. So right now the 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 plan that's been designed is now at the architect. And within even the next couple of weeks, we're going to start uh, seeing the results of that from the architect. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's exciting. So that's the first series. And, um, and then we go into this next series that is um, both of these, uh, Michael, as you know, both of these series have been weighing very heavily on me and I've, and I have solicited, Extra prayer support from our staff and our elders and and others who I know pray for me and I I just and I don't I know I'm not carrying this all myself but I'm pri- the primary uh, teaching uh, teaching preaching pastor uh, particularly for these series and so they're weighing very heavily on me and this second one is uh, like it's massive so we're calling it to be human and that is just it it is a series. Again, just five weeks, but it is a series of trying to lay out a biblical theology of what does it mean to be human. And so we're going to talk about human identity, which is a major issue in our culture right now. Human identity, we're going to look at gender, uh, which again, you think about what's going on in our culture right now. Uh, I heard this week that uh, it is no longer proper. In the United States House of Representatives, to use gender-specific pronouns. Why is that? Like that's an interesting take uh, that anybody would um, would establish. And so we need to not listen. We need to be careful. We're inundated with our by our culture with how we're supposed to think about what it means to be human, but. We need to hear from the Bible. We need to hear what God says about what it means to be human. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk identity. Yeah. We're going to talk about gender. We're going to talk about sexuality. We're going to talk about marriage, and we're going to talk about ministry. So yeah. those are the five. Those are the five areas of what it means to be human that we're going to look at. And um, and believe it or not, that that like literally leads us up to almost Easter. Right. And so. Like we're and that's like the end of March, and so um, so the first the first quarter of this year is along with all of the other things that we're pursuing as a church, the the teaching preaching um, end of things is of is going to be substantial. Yes,
1: and one of the things, as you said, this is this is essentially going to go right up until Easter. And we are going to be trying to expand this teaching as much as we can. And I'm just looking at Brent, you just sent your sermon manuscript for, for this week. And I'm just going, man, like tr- trying to fit all that into 45, 50 minutes is, it feels like nothing short of a miracle, you know, cause it's yeah. so much good content. And so what we are going to do is, is following each sermon on the podcast, I'm going to have, a, pastor address this in a more comprehensive way and so that that will be a regular theme in these weeks also talk about some practical things what does this look like as far as the, the giving series definitely the, the practical steps are going to be a part of that when we get into to be human that's going to be huge in that series the, the podcast and so this is going to be just a great resource for you to keep on listening to because as Christians, what we want to do is we want to proclaim the truth, but there also has to be grace in that as well. Uh, Understanding that when Jesus came to this this earth, he was full of grace and truth. And so this is going to be a great, great resource for you to be able to say, okay, here is what the truth that the Bible proclaims is this is how we can proclaim it to our neighbor and to our culture in a way that is both bold and grace-filled as well. So that's that's going to be kind of what's in store for the Inside Out podcast uh, here as we move forward.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to be great. One of the other things that, we, that we'll that roll out on Sunday is we're going to be putting these uh, booklets together, or not mm-hmm. booklets, but the binders, yep. where the, the sermon the fillable notes will be in there, but We'll be filling those binders week after week, not only with the sermon notes, but with other resources that will help people, equip people. Um, there's been a lot of research that we've done, books and articles that we'll be recommending uh, to people so that they can continue to be equipped to um, to give an answer uh, in this culture to why they believe what they believe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and to, And like you said, to speak Grace and truth into a culture that has, um, that has been, uh, has bought into a, a false narrative. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's going to be great, and that takes us all the way up to Easter. These these couple series, so it's going to be a great, great season together as a church. And just as Brent said, if you're listening to this, uh, join us in prayer for these series Please. because there, there are. Uh, some, some things that we're going to tackle and some topics that will be addressed and discussed um, that, are, that are serious issues in our culture today. And we want to speak the truth to those who are a part of City Point and beyond as well. And so we could use your prayers in that, appreciate your prayers in that. Uh, is there anything else that's taking place this year that we, we're just dying to to let people know about?
0: Uh, no, I think we're pretty square other than I was wondering, I I, I don't track this really well. I know that the Seahawks are playing on Saturday in the first round of the playoffs. Oh good, Saturday. What about the Cowboys? Um, I, that
1: ship sailed a long time ago. Stop. (laughs) They're not playing this weekend. Oh, Uh, they'll probably be watching. Mercifully. No, they're not playing this weekend. All right. So they'll be, they'll be home. So don't forget this Sunday, January 10th, we are starting our brand new series called Shift. It's biblical teaching on money and possessions. It's going to be a great time together as a church as we learn about these these principles that are taught by the Bible. And then as we prepare for a capital campaign coming for our new building, don't forget We sent out about 140 copies of the Treasure Principle to households throughout our community, those who consider City Point Church home. And um, so what we would love for you to do is if you did not receive a copy for any reason, you can pick one up this Sunday. It'll be out in the lobby for you just to take free of charge as our gift to you. We do ask you to keep it to one book per household And we'd love to see you this Sunday as we begin the series, Shift.